The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. To one on one with Poppy Chulo. Today is Thursday, March 12th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to one on one with Poppy Chulo, gay adult internet sensation, Hoodie LaVey. Welcome to the show, Hoodie. Hello, how are you doing? Pretty good, and yourself? I'm pretty good, pretty good. That's great to hear. And Mr. Hoodie, who's been taking over the internet since like day one. <laughs> Mr. Like, uh, X-Tube Sensation? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like, man. uh, four years now. <laughs> Good grief. Well, we're going to be talking all about that, but let's get some stats out the way. I like to get stats out first. So, what's your height and weight? My height is 5'9", and my weight is 130. What's your ethnicity? Black. What's your zodiac sign? Aries. And how old are you? 26. Okay, going to be 27 uh, very soon. Very, very soon. April 3rd. <laughs> okay, awesome. Happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So let's get to know a bit about the man behind the performer. Where is Hoodie LaVey originally from? Um, Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, really? Aloha. Yes. <laughs> That's, that's awesome. What was it like growing up in Hawaii? I'm sure it was paradise. And I think Miami's I, paradise. I actually really don't remember. I like lived there for like three years, and oh, then okay. I was stationed in Florida, and then I moved to Virginia. Okay. That was interesting. So, what was life growing up for you, you know, bouncing from Hawaii to Florida to Virginia? Um... It was definitely hard making friends or keeping friends. Um, and it was hard because living with my stepdad, I was abused, not sexually, but just like physically, me and my brothers were. So it was really hard. And my mom didn't really know about it because she was on leave in the Navy. So mm -hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm glad that you're okay, and uh, I mean, I'm sorry to hear that you had to go through all that abuse growing up. No, it's it's cool. I mean, it was definitely a growing up experience, and I don't think I would be who I am today if I didn't go through it. Mm -hmm. When did you first realize your attraction to men? 
I kissed my first boy in first grade. <laughs> well, that was fast. Yes, that was very fast. It was actually behind a trash can. It was my best friend at the time. And his mom came out and he saw us kissing and I couldn't hang out with him anymore. So, <laughs> so you kissed a boy and you liked it. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> no fun with Katy Perry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, okay, so... First grade, so I'm assuming you didn't come out at first grade, so was no. there a a process for you, you know, did uh, later on in life, did you officially come out? Like, how did that situation happen for you? Um, well, till I was, well, I came out when I was 18, but that process was, like, really hard because my friends would always force me to date girls and stuff like that in the school. And I was just like, nah. <laughs> but I just did it anyway just for the impression. So I would always duck and dodge my girlfriends throughout the whole school year. And every year it's a whole new thing. And then when I was 18, um, I didn't come out intentionally. It was kind of like I was put out there. <laughs> so it was. I just kind of went with it after a while. What do you mean put out there? Um, my cousin, which is gay also, he didn't really want to be out by himself, so me and him exchanged secrets all the time, and I told him about me, and he was, I guess he just kind of had enough of being the only one out, so he kind of told everybody. And Okay. Yeah, and I kind of got blacklisted from my family, because they're Jamaican, Mm-hmm. And you know, they don't play that, <laughs> except for my mom and my aunt. They're the only cool ones about it. But yeah, wow, that I mean, it must have felt liberating, but it also must have sucked. Yeah, it sucked really bad, really, really bad. Because they talk more about about me, like they call me like rapist and everything like that because I'm gay. So it's just it's hard, but at the same time, I mean it's whatever. What was going on with your life prior to, like, starting your work in the adult industry? Um, I was actually working on my music part of my life, which was being an artist. That's how where Hoodie actually came from. And that's supposed to be my rapper name originally. Um, and, of course, I was making beats and everything like that. And... I dropped out of school when I was 18, no, 17, I'm sorry. Got my GED when I was 19, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Just music and school. How did the name Hoodie come about? Since this wasn't a name that you were, I guess, maybe planning on using for a career in the adult industry, where did the name Hoodie come from? Hoodie LaVey. Well, throughout um, my elementary, middle, and my high school years, I would wear hoodies, actual hoodies, throughout every season of the year because I was very insecure about my body. So I would just wear these big, 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 huge hoodies all year round, no matter how hot it got, no matter how cold it got. And I just was like, you know what? 
that's going to be my name, Hoodie. And the LeVay part, it kind of just came, it was weird. Um, it kind of sounded a little bit like French to me a little bit, so I was like, I, I like that, because I love French, so... I just kept it. I just put it together and was like, it's originally supposed to be the Le Fay, but that sounded kind of uh, corny. So I was like, okay, I'm going to change the F to a V and make it Le Fay. And that's how I got it. Nice. Works for you. I think it's a good name. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So let's talk about the transition. So you go from working in music, which we're going to talk a bit about music a little bit later on in the interview. But right now I want to talk about the transition between music and porn. Okay. How did you transition from that? Like, how did you get into, like, starting to do some nasty stuff on the internet? Well, of course my first thing was XTube. And I made my first XTube only because to get at my ex-boyfriend at the time for cheating on me. So I posted my video. That video was originally supposed to, my first video was originally supposed to be for him actually as a, you know, a little freaky present. That's why at the end of the credits of my first video, it says, she's such and such, blah, blah, blah. But um, I found out he cheated on me. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this video on the internet. I don't care. And that's what I did. And it really made him piss off. So it worked. But at the same time, people were like, wow, who is this guy? Like, I want to see him more and more, and I want to see him smile. He looks so mean. I want to see him smile. He's so cute, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I kind of like this attention. So I put out another one, and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's how it happened. Okay. Shout out to the to the ex that pissed you off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Not here with Hoodie. Not exactly. He tried so hard to to get back afterwards after he saw him in attention, but my just wasn't gonna work. Oh well. But he's dating my ex best friend anyway right now. So. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's good. they both have X in the front of their <laughs> name, so they're they're both good together. Yeah. So you've been doing this for four years now. That four years ago is when you started uh, your the um, I should say when the first video debuted. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Before that, had you had an interest in porn? Like, was that something that you were at all interested in, like wanting to try, or was it really just sort of like a spur of the moment type of thing? The funny thing about that is, before that, I was against everything porn. That's the funny thing. Yes. Um, I've known some people that done porn, and I... It's, it's, I'm a bit of a hypocrite for this, but I always judge them and everything like that because I didn't understand. And now that I'm in it, I seem to understand it a lot more because I'm in their position, and so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So how long were you doing stuff on Xtube before you started to actually work for studios to do scenes? Um, I was on Xtube for, I'm going to say a year and a half, um, because I was founded by Rock, actually, Rock Rockefeller. 
the first time was um, within my first year, but I didn't really know who he was. I didn't know who any porn stars or anything was, so I kind of just denied it when he asked me to work with him. And then the second year, um, he came and asked me again, and I was like, okay, we can give this a try. And then that's when I did my first, um, started my first movie with Rock. Okay, so what was that like? So you're going from being on XTube, where you're basically doing your thing, and you're in control of everything, and now all of a sudden you're on a set with Rock Rockefeller, which I'm assuming it's for the Raw Rods brand, right? Right. So um, what was that experience yeah. like? Um, it was very nerve-wracking. <laughs> very, very nerve-wracking, like... Um, like, I didn't know what to do. I was always self-conscious about every move I made. And so, honestly, hated, absolutely hated my first movie I ever started. Um, but, you know, it was a learning experience. Now I, I feel more confident that I can perform better and everything like that. Were you nervous? I was very, very nervous, very, very nervous because like um, there's names out there already like Gino Hunter and um, who else? Ty, and I was just like, well, these names are already they weren't super, super big, but they're very known. And I was just like, how can I work with these guys? And I just started, but everybody, the best thing about it was everybody made me feel comfortable on set, so. It was pretty cool. It was cool, but nerve-wracking. Yeah. <laughs> so after that experience, being that you were so nervous, were you like, I don't know if I want to do another scene, I don't know if I should? No, I actually wanted to do more. Oh, okay. Honestly, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, a little bit. Um, if I don't feel something's right, I have to keep going at it, so I think it's on point. Even nowadays, like... Even if I'm good at something and I mess up, I need to do something. I need to do it again and again until I feel like it's good. So that's how I've always been. And obviously you've been doing it over again and again. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> I think I have like, I believe, 14 feet, so I believe. That's not a lot, but I'm getting back. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you have that the XTube following as well, so uh, people have been uh, seeing you do a whole bunch of different kind of things for a little while now. Right. When you're on a set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? Uh, what turns me on? My nipples. I love my nipple gameplay with. Like, I can be in the worst mood, and if you play my nipples, I will get super, super turned on, and I'm just ready to go at it. But what turns me off is cockiness. I absolutely hate it because I'm not gonna say no names. There's a um a model that I worked with, which the scene never got released because our chemistry on set was just so horrible. Because I didn't like him because he was so cocky, and he didn't like me because I was brand new. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are two things. 
I want to break a scene down with you. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving oral? I would say giving. Okay. And uh, what about rimming? Which do you enjoy most, giving or receiving? Giving. All right. Hoodie's a giver. <laughs> In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Topping, bottoming, or flip-flopping? I would say flip-flopping. Most definitely. In a scene, what's your favorite position? Uh, now, if you know, if it differs as far as when you're top or bottom, you can give uh, the different positions. As a bottom, I would say doggy style, and when I'm on top, I would say missionary. Does that differ from your favorite sexual position in your real life, in your personal life, offset? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> in a scene, where's your favorite place to shoot your load, and where's your favorite place to take a load? Where's my favorite place to shoot a load? Um, I would say on their face. And taking a load, I would say in my mouth. <laughs> All right, now. Hoodie likes to make a mess but on someone else, but he doesn't like a mess on himself. <laughs> Describe your fuck style. For those out there that are tuning in and may not have had the chance to see one of your scenes, describe what they're missing out. Describe your style of fucking. Um, I like it every, in any way, basically. Um, there's no really, no limitations to what you would, you could probably be seeing. Um, Basically, I guess just a free-spirited fucker. <laughs> I'll just say, just do any and every position. Who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with so far? Hands down, Dede. Dede would be my most favorite performer I've ever worked with. Only because he was um when he was fucking me. It was I'm not gonna lie. I was running from the dick. Yes, I was. <laughs> But it was just that good. It was just that intense. He was about to make me come without touching myself. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Watch out now, hoodie. <laughs> Who haven't you worked with that you would love to do a scene with? Are, are there any performers on your uh, looking forward to-do list? Well, one of the performers I would like to work with is, I believe... Don't quote me, is retired, but it would be Hot Rod, most definitely. And who else? I would say Ace Rockwood. What about both of them together? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no double <laughs> penetration. I, no, not that. But Ace Rockwood loves him some double penetration. No, I don't think I could. <laughs> I don't think he can take it. But, yeah, I would definitely wouldn't mind getting fucked by them.
at the same time individually. Okay, they'll run a train on your ass. Yeah, basically. Are there any performers in the industry that you look up to? Being that you are... I mean, you're not necessarily a fresh face in the game, but you haven't been in the game, you know, for as right. long as some of the other performers in the industry. So I was wondering, maybe when you started off doing scenes and, and things of that nature, are there, were there any performers, or and are there still any performers that you look up to, and, you know, you look up to their career, the trajectory of their career, and uh, you're like, you know, hopefully I can achieve similar heights or even greater heights with my career in the business? Yes, um, once again, it's Hot Rod, because he transcended, actually, from porn to doing what he absolutely loves, which is art. And he has done art shows that I've heard was very successful. His work is great, like very, very great. And I really look up to him for that because he capitalized off of his porn status and used it towards, you know, what he really loves to do. And that's what I kind of want to do also. I like that. I think that's certainly someone... Uh great to uh, get inspired by, especially since, as you said, you know, he took doing something on the adult side and, and uh, made it into, uh, you know, achieving his mainstream dreams. Right. Do you watch your own scenes? Is that something that you try to do, whether it's the, the X-Tube stuff or the scene work that you've done for studios? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> because if I do and I see something I don't like, I will beat myself up about it. Because, like I said, that goes back to being a slightly perfectionist. Like, if I see something I don't like, then I know I can't go back and change it because it's already done and it'll annoy me. <laughs> so I try not to discourage myself like that. I like that answer. It makes sense. I mean, there are some people that like to see themselves and there are some people that don't. And I think you gave the perfect reason why some people don't like to see their stuff. Right. You are managed by I Am Design. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Carl. For those, out there, for those out there listening that don't know, Carl Anthony is one of our honor personalities. He's on our great show, Reality Thursday Nights. And uh, I want to ask you, how did you connect with I Am Design, and uh, what's your general opinion on uh, performers and management? Have you enjoyed the management experience thus far? Um, I absolutely love it. It's gives me, I'm gonna say, it's definitely eye opener. Um, just in case I miss things or misread things, he's always there to help me out and be like, no well, this, this is such and such, and you should do this, and you should do that. Um, he's not, he doesn't boss me around. He helps, he shows me the correct way to do things, and I really appreciate him for that. Um, how I met him, though, um, he's always, he's followed me on my Facebook for a while, and I so I've known him for about, I'm going to say, four years now. And I was like, oh, who is this guy? And then actually someone else referred me to him as 
to manage me, but I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to see where this goes, because I do need management, because I was screwed over from another company, and I was going to say who, and he talked to me about it and everything, and I was like, you know what, I want you to be my manager, and he was like, okay, I'm definitely on board, and that's just how it all started. Sounds good. Uh, very cool. And you were one of the first, weren't you? Yes. Very first. <laughs> Hoodie LeVay, the originator. You're and you're <laughs> one of uh you're under the category of V S boys, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. Let's talk a little bit about your music because all this started off because of the music. That's what you were doing before you were doing scene work. How did you get into music? Was music something that's always been a part of your life? Yes. Um, growing up, I didn't really as much listen to the lyrics of music. I kind of listened to the instrumentals in the background. I kind of just blocked out everything people were saying inside the song. And I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to create my own type of beats because there's something about it, it just moves me. And it makes me just, I don't know, it just makes me feel really, really, really good. So I was just like, I bought my first beatbox when I was 16. And I started, you know, using that for a while. Then I graduated to software. And then I graduated to recording stuff. And then I recorded my first mixtape inside my bedroom on 2010 which is on YouTube also. A lot of people actually like it, and I actually record my own YouTube videos also, and I have a few up there too. Um, just put me up to live on YouTube, and that's how it all got started. Nice. That's very cool. So how would you describe your musical sound? Um, It's very... <laughs> I would say... I don't know. Honestly, it's it's very. I'm not gonna say raw. I'm just going to say it's sexual. It's very sexually explicit. I'm just gonna say that. Oh really? <laughs> very very. <laughs> I think a lot of the listeners like the sound of that. <laughs> but you know what? The funny thing is, on my first mixtape, I talked about dating girls. And mind you, I never dated or slept with a girl, so it was hard. But um, now I'm I've completely evolved, and now I'm talking about guys, and it's different. It's actually a little bit harder, but at the same time, it's easier. I can't explain this here. But yeah. Who are some of your musical inspirations? Uh, my favorite, favorite, absolute favorite is Rihanna. Um. My second favorite to Rihanna would be Ariana Grande. And I would say my third favorite would be um, Usher. Good choices. Not bad. I like that. Are there any dream collaborations? Like who out there? It could be independent music artists. It could be established artists. Would you love to work with in the future? Yes. Um... Up-and-coming artist, Modest Creativity, he is actually under Iron Design Management, 
And he's a phenomenal rapper. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Like, his sound is... I think it's mesmerizing. His lyrics is mesmerizing. Like, he is definitely going to be something big. And he's not... And the thing about him is he's raw. He's actually the real deal. And he's, like, far from cliche. And I'm not just saying that because um, he's under our management. I actually referred him to our management because I like his sound. So he's definitely someone to look out for. Okay, sounds good. It sounds exciting. I can't wait. Montes is fantastic, so I can't wait to hear a collaboration of sorts between both of you. I think that might be interesting. We actually do have a slight collaboration on YouTube. It's called Satisfaction. Like, you, like I said, you can YouTube it, look up Hoodie Lave, it's on there. Sounds like a plan. But listeners, YouTube it after the interview, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Okay. And uh, as far as just like in the music in general, like what can the listeners expect from that in the future? Is there anything that's going to be dropping soon that the listeners should be looking out for? Um, there's a song I actually have. It's a half song, I'm going to say. I completed it called Closure. It's based off of my last relationship that I was in, um, which was very hard for, for me. Um, and also a music video for that sometime next month. Okay, that's cool. Sounds good. Before we leave this music section, I want to thank you so much, Hoodie, because for those that don't know, Hoodie has provided us with, uh, created, I should say, and I can't even say provided, Hoodie has created theme music for a couple of our programs here on the station, most notably Thursday Night's Reality. You created the theme song for it, so we are very thankful for you, Hoodie, for doing that for us. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to do it. Like, I'm definitely honored. You're welcome. We had a hoodie play up with some different styles and whatnot that he's not accustomed to, and he did a really good job, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Now, Hoodie, let's talk a little bit more about some of the other mainstream aspirations that you have. Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, I read somewhere that you are interested in developing a clothing line. Yes, uh, underwear line. Um, I don't have the name for it yet, and a particular style for it yet, but it's definitely going to come. Um, I did have t-shirts, but that didn't really go over so well because I wasn't in the right position at that time of my life to really go about that business-wise, but I'm definitely going to try again and see how it goes. Has fashion always been something that has interested you? No, actually, (laughs) I have the worst fashion. I think I still do have the worst fashion, but a lot of people actually like the way I dress and stuff like that, and what I, you know, put on and take pictures of and stuff like that. So I was just like, well, maybe I should try to incorporate that into my own style and see how well it goes over. I've always been, honestly, like, just a non-name brand person, jeans, t-shirt, and I'm good. (laughs) 
Nice. So is there a, um, I don't know, like a timetable as far as when do you think uh, you're going to start focusing on the underwear line? Um, Either late this summer or this fall, most definitely. Sounds good. Sounds really exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> now let's focus back on your work in the business. What has been one of the funniest things that's ever happened to you on set? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, two things. <laughs> the first thing is I was in this one position on the countertop. And I literally fell, I was topping, and I fell backwards off the countertop. And oh, no. Straight busted my ass, and it was just so hilarious. <laughs> and then the second thing was I was eating somebody out, and y'all don't think this is nasty, but <laughs> I thought it was super, super funny. They farted in my mouth. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and it, and the bad thing was it really stayed. So it was oh, no. <laughs> but now I know how farts taste, and I really, yeah, learn experience, so it's cool. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Okay, good <laughs> grief, hoodie. Okay, so from the funny to the embarrassing, although that might be embarrassing to get farted in your face, but has anything <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has anything embarrassing happened besides that uh, onset? Um, yes, one more thing is we thought we were recording the whole time and we weren't. Oh no, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. Yeah, and that's about it that I remember. Wow, that's horrible, especially if it's, it was, like, really good. Good grief. <laughs> What's the craziest thing that you've done in a scene? Um, the craziest thing I've done... Um... I would say... Wow, this... I'm gonna go with the countertop thing. Um, I never had sex on a countertop before, and plus, it was, like, a really, really narrow area, so it was hard to keep my balance and stuff like that, so I would say that. Now it's time for the big question, the question that I'm sure all of your hardcore fans are dying to know about. I'm sure some of them already know. How much <laughs> is Hoodie packing? Eight. Is there an official, uh, what's the word? Is there an official uh, girth size? Do you know? No, I never measured that ever. I, I maybe I need to. People ask me that all the time. <laughs> Something that I think is evident in your scenes, whether they're on XTube or not, is uh, what uh, you guys are calling not just the money shot, but the million dollar shot. Uh huh. And that's because Hoodie gushes all over the place. He's he's like um, he's like a volcano erupting. So my question for you is: When you're doing a scene, 
when you're going to be filming yourself or where you're when you're going to be on set like do you do anything to prepare for the pop shot as they call it the money shot or are these like natural for you are you the type of person that's like i gotta eat this i gotta drink that i gotta take you know this vitamin or does it just is it always like that it's always like that ever since i was 13 like i shot myself in the eye and i screamed and i was like mom something just happened i didn't know what it was when it got in my eye and then she started busting out laughing so (laughs) yeah it's always been like that okay I don't think I could be telling any of my... I mean, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Hoodie LaVey is too much in more ways than one. (laughs) That's funny. I want to ask you a couple of serious questions about some of the issues in the industry. And my first one for you is, what's your opinion on the popularity of bareback porn in the gay adult industry? Um, like, what do you mean, like? Just in general, your thoughts on bareback. Well, I think, honestly, it's, like, it's a growing trend, like, as you said. Um, when I first started out, it was just, like, it wasn't that very approved of, honestly. And that's why I kind of stayed away from it, but I've always been into it, um, but yeah, I think it's definitely growing and it's becoming more accepted. But at the same time, there's a lot of harsh criticism that goes along with it, or should I say opinions. And I guess it's a little bit of both worlds, negative and positive things about it. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And that's sort of where I'm going with um, this section of the questions because I mean you're you're the first studio that you're working with is called Raw Rods so uh, did you at all get any feedback from uh, your fans and supporters at the time when you decided to work with them with that studio uh, with that website because uh, as you said uh, you know I would say towards the beginning when you started to actually do scene work the times were a little different than now in the sense that now sort of people don't care if you're working with a condom company or or a bareback company. But, you know, at least three years ago, people were still sort of caring and were very vocal about it. And I mean, now maybe there's some people that are vocal about it, but it isn't as uh, maybe as bad as how it was a couple of years ago when the, the industry and the studios and the performers as a whole were, um, very disparaging about performers that did bareback or worked with bareback studios and whatnot. So were there any hesitations of working with a site called raw rods when you did your first official scene? Um, honestly, no, no, I'm always been a person. I, I didn't really care what people say, but regardless of what I thought there was, of course, harsh, 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 harsh opinions about it. Like, oh my God, like, are these letting these guys pimp him out and turn him into a raw bottom bitch and stuff like that. And it was a lot of different stuff on forums and stuff like that that I came across. And 
I was just like, no, oh well, like, I do what I do because it's my life. Nobody's going to make me happy but me. So, I just took it for what it is and just kept it moving. In your opinion, is there any competition among performers in the gay adult industry, in particular on the urban side? Any competition? Uh, yes. I'm going to say a lot of competition. <laughs> a whole lot. Do you think the blogs and the fan sites and the Tumblr sites sort of help in that in the sense that because they're always gossiping about performers that you know it sort of puts people's information out there a little bit more and it sort of stokes the fire of like maybe certain performers you know wanting to be better than others or having issues with other performers honestly this is what i think about bloggers bloggers are going to say what they say regardless in any industry i mean in any part of the industry whether music acting, adult entertainment, bloggers are going to say what they want to say. And you want people to blog about you. You want people to talk negative about you because that's going to get everybody else's attention on you. And some people may look at that and be like, look, um, it's not as bad as you say it is. I kind of like this person. So you're getting more viewers. So the best thing for you is to have bloggers talk about you. I want people to say negative stuff about me. I don't care because you're just telling me in the long run. Well, there you go. I like that answer, Mr. LeVay. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to the hoodie haters. <laughs> Moving away from the serious questions, let's talk more about hoodie. To shave or not to shave, that is the question. And yes, I'm talking about down there, just general manscaping. Uh, honestly, I don't shave unless I have a thing. I am a werewolf. <laughs> okay. I do not shave unless I have a thing. You're like Michael Jackson in uh, the Thriller video. Exactly, and I love it, though. Only, well, I'm, I'm going to say I maintenance it. I won't shave it off. I just, I kind of trim it up because I don't want to look too, I don't want to look funky and fakey, like, but... I trip it up a little bit. Let's talk about tattoos. Mm -hmm. Are you planning on getting any more tattoos? Ah, I actually want both of my arms sleeves burned. Oh wow! Yes. So now that's, that's quite an investment. Yeah, I'm going for a whole new different look. So. What's the transformation of Hoodie LaVey going to be like? Since you're going for a whole new different look. It's going to be... I don't want to explain it too much, but okay. it's, going to be, it's going to be very, very different. Have you been hitting the gym? I actually have, and it's just so hard because... I am a big eater and everything, and I, when I go to the gym, I really work out a lot, but it's hard for me to gain so much. <laughs> How often do you work out? I would say like three, four times a week. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? I'm going to go with my lips. <laughs> Uh, my lips because, I don't know, 
people really are attracted to my smile and I guess how big my lips are. I used to be like insecure about it, but I guess they kind of boosted my head up saying they're like really sexy now. Now I just show them off more, so. Hoodie's got them DSLs. Yeah, some DSLs for you. And they're soft too. <laughs> and on the flip side, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least and why? I'm going to say my ass. Ugh. Because it's just like, I would like it to be bigger, but I guess I have no choice to be happy with it because I don't want to do anything to it. But I'm okay. okay. <laughs> you don't want to, and you don't want to, no you don't want a plastic it. mold. No, no, no. <laughs> you should get some of your fellow VS boys to help you uh, with uh, with up. some tips to, you know, how to make the <laughs> booty more perky. Exactly. So they have some nice asses on them, all of them. I'll be looking and I'll be like, uh, <laughs> where's my ass? You left it at with, home. It, thought it came with the contract. I have an ass. Aww. No, but it's all good. It's different. The fans still love it. Yeah, they love my ass. <laughs> Do you find it difficult to be in a romantic relationship while doing the work that you do in the gay adult industry? Honestly... It's difficult, but I pay no mind anymore. Um, I'm, I no longer get into relationships with people outside of the porn industry, only because, uh, well, until I'm out of it. But while I'm in it, I don't get in relationships with people outside of the porn industry, only because they say they understand. Okay, at first they understand, but a few months down the line, it becomes a big ordeal and they want me to quit and I'm like, uh, I've only dated you for like six, five months. I'm not about to give up all that just for someone I barely even know for real, for real. <laughs> so. Yeah. That makes sense. In your personal life, what's your sexual role? Because we've, uh, Seeing you, you know, as sort of, I mean, verse, for lack of a better word, in scenes and whatnot, in your mm -hmm. personal life, what do you consider yourself as? Do you see yourself also as verse? Do you top more? Do you bottom more? Is it equal? Um, hmm, that's a very good question. Um, I would say I actually bottom more, honestly. Hoodie likes a good pounding. I do. Honestly, I really do. I love... I'm not going to say a whole bunch of trains getting run on me or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind having group sessions here and there, but I'm just a bottom. Okay. Listeners, make sure you have your ticket for the next train ride. Exactly. <laughs> I want to go back in time with you, and I want to talk about... Uh, Something that I'm sure the listeners are going to enjoy hearing. How and when did Hoodie LeVay lose his virginity? Oh, God. I remember when I came yesterday. Okay. It was when I was 17. 
Um, there was this 37 year old guy. Um, he hit me up on, I think the site is called Black Planet or something like that. Shout and out to was, Black Planet. <laughs> it was old school. So I was just like, um, okay, I really want this because I've seen porn on the computer all the time. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so he came and got me, went to his house. He was a general and everything. He gave me alcohol and stuff like that. And he, when we got to it, he put out a plant and everything. And it was humongous, I swear to you. It was just like 10, 11 inches thick as hell. And I was like, oh my God, okay, I got to do this. So, and mind you, my first time was a raw. So it was made it easier though. But when he went in, he went at it. It hurt like hell, but it started feeling great after a while. And we went on for like in two hours, I would say. And afterwards, when he was taking me home, he was like, damn, you must have had a lot of experience. I was like, uh, no, it's my first time. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. So he was shocked. But we went at it like again, like for a few more months. Then it ended. So you took on 11 inches for your first time? Yes. <laughs> it hurt. It really did hurt. Like, it was crazy pain. Like, ah, uh, but it was worth it. <laughs> oh, Hoodie. <laughs> hoodie wasn't walking, like, wasn't walking, no. like, upright. <laughs> For like the I next, <laughs> he couldn't say, "Oh wow." Hoodie was walking with a limp for those six months. Exactly. Let's talk about an official site. Is there going to be an official Hoodie Levee site? Um. Yes, I would say. By next year. All right, that sounds exciting. Sounds good. Are there at all any plans as to what it would be like? Is it going to be a lot of solo stuff? Is it going to be some hardcore stuff? What's sort of in the planning stages for the site? Um, this is going to probably be with stuff. Uh, hardcore, definitely hardcore stuff. But it's going to be stuff I did this year, only because um, I do plan on doing other avenues of things. Um, like, my Facebook followers know because I changed my name on there from Hoodie Levee to my other alias slash real name, which is Rashawn Miley. Um, because I want to get more into acting and doing commercials and stuff like that, so... I'm kind of like trying to separate the Hoodie Bay and Rashad Riley a little bit. Well, speaking about your mainstream side, you have been getting into a little bit of acting. Can you share with the listeners where they can potentially see Hoodie and sample his acting style? <laughs> yes. Um... 
on YouTube actually. Uh, look up Puerto Live again. Um, I have a little series going on called Ratchet Ricky. Um, it's more of a parody type thing, but it's actually getting a lot of good responses from it. You were also featured in the first season, I believe, of the Pause Life web series, correct? Can you, right? Yes. Can you share with our listeners a bit about that and how you got involved in it? Um, Carl pulled some strings and um, me and Raph, um were invited on to the Pause Life as I guess background go-go dancers. Um, it was, I think that was so funny. Um, I don't think that was kind of like hard was staying on the tables because it was so slippery and I kept slipping and busting my ass. But Ralph was getting it. Ralph was on there surfing the butt and he was just, it was just fun. But I loved it. So I asked Rath this, and I'm asking it to you. Does Hoodie know how to shake his thing? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm stiff as a male. I'm stiff as a boy. But uh, <laughs> but it's it's all good. Like I can wind a little bit for you. That's what the Jamaican part one thing. <laughs> Come on, Hoodie needs some some rhythm. <laughs> Hoodie does wait. I mean, Hoodie doesn't have rhythm. Oh, I have rhythm, yeah. I have rhythm. Okay. I just don't have no butt to shake. <laughs> you need to get that underwear where it's got like um, like butt pads. So exactly. it looks like you have a booty. Uh, a butt trainer or something. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Oh, poor hoodie. Listeners, let's start up a collection plate so that we can get... Uh, hoodie like a natural <laughs> booty exactly <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know something unique about hoodie that no one knows um let's say hmm what is quirky about me oh um I'm going to say, well, I don't know what quirky, honestly, I don't know about that, but what something people don't know is I am a very good drawer. I draw anime and live people and other things like that. I've always been good in that field, but it's not necessarily my passion. Um, I can cook and... That's about it. <laughs> so Hoodie can throw down in the kitchen? Yeah, basically. A little of that. Okay. <laughs> What's uh, your favorite thing to cook? What's like the uh, best thing that you can cook? Spaghetti hands down. Italian with Italian sausage and peppers and all that stuff. Yes. Why am I not surprised that Hoodie's good with sausage? Oh, very good with sausage. I beat it up before I put it in there. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Describe yourself in ten words or less. Ten words less. Okay, you gotta help me count. Um, <laughs> ambitious, 
Uh, nerdy. Um, attitude. Uh, funny. Um, sneaky. Very sneaky. Um, open. Um, I think I said honest, if not honest. Um, jealous, sarcastic, and nonchalant. Nice. I like that. And I love I actually went to ten. <laughs> Very cool. So as we start wrapping things up, I have this list of basically pop culture-oriented questions. It's a set of five that are designed to allow your listeners and fans, supporters that are tuned in right now to get to know you even better by getting to know some of your favorites. So the first question is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Now this can be a list of five of your current favorites, or this can be a list of five of your all-time favorites. I just need five of your fave TV shows. Okay. Uh, How to Get Away with Murder. I just got put on the scandal. Um... That's it, honestly, because I don't watch TV like that. So I'm going to say, how to get away with murder in scandal. Good choices. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Okay. Ariana Grande, Rihanna, of course. Usher, Aaliyah, and Mariah Carey. What are three of your most favorite films? I'm going to have to say Bridesmaids, of course. <laughs> um, Hunger Games. And Cruel Intentions. I love Cruel Intentions. Absolutely. What you know about <laughs> Cruel Intentions? Oh, that was my movie growing up. Like, uh. You were like five when it came out. I know, that's the bad part. <laughs> I think that's what inspired me to get my first kiss. I believe it. You were trying to copy Sarah Michelle Geller and shit. Exactly. <laughs> what are two foods you can't live without? Spaghetti and macaroni and cheese. Can you make some good mac and cheese? Yes, and baked macaroni and cheese. I make it so cheesy, like, you'll be constipated, I promise. Good grief. And do you put bacon on top? Crumbled oh, bacon? Oh, no, but I should, I should try that. That sounds really good, actually. It's, I know, it sounds <laughs> amazing. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Oh. Hmm. Honestly, I would say... I would say 
pickles and ice cream. <laughs> People say okay. I'm pregnant. You are pregnant. <laughs> You're having a little uh, wrath. Exactly. <laughs> but I love pickles and ice cream. Sometimes pickles and peanut butter too. Okay. That is... That's unique. <laughs> What's next for Hoodie LaVey? What can the listeners expect from you in the near future? Definitely, um... Really trying to go towards... Acting, tech Commercials and stuff like that. And of course, music. Um... A few more porn... Movies, probably. Um... Definitely producing my own videos, like as far as porn and just YouTube videos and stuff like that. I like that. Sounds exciting. Certainly a lot of things for the listeners and the fans to anticipate uh, from a hoodie in the future. Most definitely. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web? All of the goodies, social media, if you want to shout out, you know, Xtube, you know, just any which way that uh, the listeners can check you out, where they can listen to some of your music, YouTube, everything. Okay, um, Xtube, my screen name is Shiloh underscore Shy. Um, YouTube, my screen name is Hoodie LeVay. Facebook. It's Hoodie not Hoodie Levee anymore, I'm sorry. Uh, Rashad Miley, spelled R-E-S-H-A-U-D-M-I-L-E-Y. Um, Instagram, Rashad Miley as well. Um, oh, my reverb nation with my music also is uh, Hoodie Levee, that's all. Fantastic hoodie. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters and all of the listeners tuned in right now? Um, yes. Thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate everybody for supporting me from day one and even the new people that support me now. I appreciate it. Um, there's more to come. Fantastic, man. Well, I certainly want to thank you so much, Hoodie, for the interview. You were fantastic and a lot of fun, and I can't wait to have you back so that we can chat about all of these uh, great projects that you have in the works. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciate being brought here. Like I said, it's an honor. Thank you. You're welcome. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning in to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppychulo radio. With that, Hoodie LeVay and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night.